You're listening to a Sim Media podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome to Dead Beat. I'm Grace, and I hope that this podcast will be a bit of a distraction from everything being terrible at the moment. Every week we pick two spooky songs and go on a bit of a rabbit hole through pop culture, music history, and every episode has a YouTube playlist that is in the show notes. What do I mean by spooky songs? Uh, Just imagine... Someone has told you that you have to put together a playlist for their Halloween party, but that you can kind of do whatever you want. So some of the songs are written for movies or inspired by books. We're going to have a musical theatre episode later, that's very important to me. There'll be a new episode of Deadbeat every Wednesday leading up to the last Wednesday before Halloween 2020. It's going to be a very strange Halloween season this year. Not the best circumstances. But Deadbeat is just a bit of a spooky, nerdy respite every week. You can find me on Twitter and Insta under DeadbeatSyn, so Deadbeat and then S-Y-N, which is Sin, which is the lovely organisation that makes this podcast possible. And at the end of every episode, I shout out a different charity. Okay, playlist and all the information about the everything is in the show notes. Content warnings, if there's any, those will be in the show notes. Let's go. So for our first episode, we're tackling Disney. Now, there are a lot of good spooky Disney songs out there, and on the Deadbeat socials, you can find a Spotify playlist where I just whacked all the spooky Disney songs I could think of into one place. But for this episode, have to pick two, and we're going vintage Disney, from back before they owned everything under the sun. First spooky vintage Disney track. My favourite cover of a song from a 1940s Disney movie based on a short story by Washington Irving. You didn't think I was going to pick something easy to explain for the first track? No. But let's break it down. In 1949, Disney made an animated movie called The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. And the Ichabod part of that was an adaptation of a famously spooky short story by a dude called Washington Irving. The short story was called The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, which is honestly a much cooler name than The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. But anyway... Sleepy Hollow has been adapted many, many times, not just by Disney, over the years. I think one that springs to mind for me is the Tim Burton version, but maybe that's just springing to mind because of Christopher Walken with pointy teeth. That was very weird. Not bad, just very weird. Anyway, music. In the Disney adaptation from 1949, Bing Crosby performs a song about a ghost called the Headless Horseman who is haunting the roads of Sleepy Hollow, looking to steal people's heads, as you do, if you are a headless ghost. He's riding around on horseback, looking for victims. Basically, Bing Crosby's character in the movie is trying to scare the living daylights out of Ichabod, the main dude. 
So that song was in the original movie, and it's a lot of fun. But the song that we're vibing to today for our podcast is a cover by a lady called K-Star. Now, K-Star was mostly a jazz singer. That was her kind of area. And the original song, Bing Crosby kind of talk sings, I think it's called. Almost like it's a poem. It's actually really cool. But K-Star's cover has this lovely, chill jazz vibe. Not necessarily what you'd expect in a song warning you about a scary ghost. And also at one point she says... Now this is a pretty spooky thing we're doing here. You don't mind if I turn on another light, do you? Hmm? Which is adorable. And also maybe that should be a slogan for this podcast. This is a pretty spooky thing we're doing here. I don't know. And probably my favourite part of the song is the implication that the Headless Horseman is so terrible that even other ghosts that haunt Sleepy Hollow can't stand the guy. They, they like, run away. They're just like, nope, not hanging around him. Demons take one look and grow Then they hit the road for parts unknown Well, there's no red like a spook that burns Okay, second track for our spooky vintage Disney adventure. And it's kind of a song that I just could not possibly leave out. We're talking spooky and Disney from any era. This song was written for a ride at Disneyland called The Haunted Mansion. It's literally called The Haunted Mansion. So even if you don't know anything about The Haunted Mansion, you can tell why it's in this podcast. The Haunted Mansion is one of Disneyland's most popular rides, especially out of the ones that were not based on a movie. It opened in 1969, and it's been refurbished and changed a few times since then, but essentially people love it enough that it has survived. And also, fun fact, there's Haunted Mansions, or some variety of Haunted Mansion, in the Disney parks in Florida, Tokyo, Paris, and Hong Kong. So people love the spoop. And because this podcast is counting down to Halloween, another fun fact, around Halloween, the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland, the original one, not the other ones all around the world, gets decorated in the theme of the movie The Nightmare Before Christmas, which is kind of fun, but I think Haunted Mansion purists probably don't like it. So basically, a ghost host, which maybe is what I should start calling myself on this podcast, I am a ghost host, I don't know if I can pull it off, maybe not. Anyway, a ghost host leads you through this big, old, elaborate mansion home full of 999 ghost inhabitants. So there's a a seance going on, there's someone in a coffin in an old conservatory, there's haunted suits of armour, there's ghosts having a party in an old ballroom, with a ghost organist playing the organ, There was a movie adaptation of The Haunted Mansion in 2003, but we don't talk about that. JK, we can talk about that. It's just not super popular. Not my favourite movie. But people have been hopeful that there's going to be a remake for a long time. But last month in August, there was an announcement that there is a remake definitely, definitely this time on the way. 
So hopefully that's going to be great. The lady who wrote the Ghostbusters remake is involved. So she already has ghost experience. Back to the song written for the original Haunted Mansion in 1969. The dudes who wrote the song were Buddy Baker and Xavier Atencio, who went by X, which I just think is kind of cool. Like, if I had a first name that began with X, I would enjoy going just by X, my initial. Also, fun fact, the name of the song, Grim Grinning Ghosts, comes from a Shakespeare poem called Venus and Adonis that has absolutely nothing to do with the Haunted Mansion. They just took the phrase, Grim Grinning Ghost. Grim Grinning Ghost come out to socialize. Also, my favourite ghost in the Haunted Mansion, yes, this is very important to cover, shush, it's an important discussion to have, my favourite ghost is the Bride Ghost. She's very creepy, she has a beautiful wedding dress, and she carries a hatchet. And her name is Constance Hatchaway. Yes, puns. At the end of every episode, I leave you with what I like to call supplementary spooks. Ooh, what does that mean? Basically, we are just taking the two songs from this episode and carrying on down the rabbit hole. More of a deep dive. So the two songs and the supplementary spooks are in the YouTube playlist for this episode which is in the show notes, or if you're listening to this on YouTube, you can already find it. So what are our supplementary spooks for our Disney theme? So firstly, I think you don't really think of the Headless Horseman as being an iconic Disney character. He had that one movie and a cool song in 1949, but not really someone you associate with Disney. Like if you ask someone who their favourite Disney character is, that's not usually the answer. But I'm going to show you a YouTube video of a Halloween parade that happened at Disney World last year, and the Headless Horseman actually leads the parade. So a real dude on a real horse, carrying this lit up pumpkin, and it actually looks really cool and really effectively spooky. So Disney still makes use of this character, gotta hold on to the copyright I guess, and he's in a Halloween parade. And the crowd is like, woo, Headless Horseman! Coming back to Haunted Mansion, I'm also going to give you something a bit different if you need something to maybe study with, relax with, I don't know, whatever you're doing in isolation. The Grim Grinning Ghost song is pretty jaunty, but you know those YouTube tracks that are like, chill music and ambience to relax to. How about a Haunted Mansion version of that? Just some nice creepy organ music and a thunderstorm and some ghosts just vibing. I don't know, something a bit different. Finally, if you want to hear the original Sleepy Hollow Headless Horseman story and you're sick of listening to my voice, I did find an adorable audiobook on YouTube of the story being read by one of the OG spooky actors of the world, Boris Karloff, who famously played Frankenstein's monster, and we will get to him because there will be an episode of this podcast about famous 
movie monsters, but not just yet. But Boris reading the original story, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, is just... It's delightful. It's honestly a lot of fun. At the end of every episode, I want to take the opportunity to shout out a really good cause so that us spooky people can come together and help if we're able to. So this one is going to be the Refugee and Migrant Children's Centre. And at the moment they're running something called the Tech to Connect Appeal, where they're providing technology and internet to refugee and migrant children who are doing remote learning in Victoria at the moment. The most direct link to donate is in the show notes for this episode, and I'm also going to put it on all the Deadbeat socials. Thank you for being spooky and nerdy with me. Please continue to be spooky and nerdy with me. Come find me on Twitter and Insta at DeadbeatSyn. So Deadbeat and then S-Y-N. I'll see you next episode for some sci-fi and hopefully some more consistent audio quality. Until then, take care of yourself, stay safe. And before we finish up, I want to acknowledge that I record and produce this podcast on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I'd like to pay my respects to the elders and traditional owners of this land and I want to acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. You're listening to a Sim Media podcast.